to Hatchet, a horror movie analysis podcast. I'm Elena. And I'm Claire. And we are self-appointed horror movie experts. Mm-hmm. Claire, how many horror movies have you seen? Uh, I've seen 251 horror movies in my life. Lena, how many have you seen? I have seen 172 because you never let me catch up to you. It's true. Every time Lena <laughs> gets close, I always just watch like four horror movies in a week just to stay ahead of the curve. <laughs> yep. Okay. So the first segment that we're going to be jumping into is called Is It Horror? Today for Is It Horror, we'll be talking about the movie Hard Candy, the Ellen Page one. For Hard Candy, we will be talking about spoilers. If you haven't seen Hard Candy, you might want to skip a bit, so we're not talking about it anymore. Yeah. I really like this movie. Me too. But. But. Uh Uh-huh. I don't think it's horror. You don't think it's horror? Okay. What do you think? My actual final thought was that it should be horror. Should be considered horror. Really? Now we'll have to discuss. Why don't you think it should be considered horror? The reason I don't think it's horror mm-hmm. uh, is because I don't think we're supposed to identify with Jeff, who's the uh, one of the main characters who's experiencing most of the terror mm-hmm. in this film. And the reason we're not supposed to identify with him is because he's a pedophile. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, do you think we're supposed to identify with ellen page at all it's hard to say because i'm kind of a misandrist already but <laughs> i really rooted the hell yeah. for ellen page and i yeah. think most of the audience would too you know does it do we have to closely identify with someone in order for a movie to be horror that's a good point um i'm guessing it would partially be really different if you're a guy watching this movie due to certain scenes yeah that was my final word on it, actually. I, I thought that this movie should be considered horror, if only because of the reactions that men have to it. <laughs> no, oh, have you, like, looked horror. up those reactions? No, when I first watched this movie, I was, like, 18, freshman year of college. I watched it with my friend Alex. Oh, my gosh. And he was absolutely fucking horrified, as you can imagine, by some scenes. I think you can imagine the scenes. Um... It was like he was watching the scariest movie he'd ever seen in his whole life. It's like the movie Teeth, you know? Okay, if you that's ever true. like make a guy watch the movie Teeth, it's the same reaction. <laughs> Very visceral. <laughs> visceral. That's yeah. That's a good point. Um yeah. I was and that's something that I said about this. I was mm-hmm. like, Are we traumatized in the process? Absolutely. Yes. We're traumatized. Yeah. Um But it's not as graphic. I don't feel particularly scared throughout it so yeah how many times have you seen this movie though only twice only twice okay i don't know even if you have to necessarily be scared by a horror movie for it to be considered horror though even that's a good you know point. it certainly helps but there are plenty of movies i don't find scary at all that one would still like not debatably call horror technically you know? fits the category yeah okay exactly i can't bring any to mind but <laughs> i'm sure they're out there i mean have you been scared by a Final Destination movie? Because I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's even debatably horror. Oh, that's you know? true. Let me think. For example, uh, I'm pretty sure everyone would call the Carrie remake horror. Uh, the original Carrie is certainly horror. And I don't know what the new Carrie would be since it's essentially just a remake. But it's not scary at all mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. uh even if you aren't into horror i don't think anyone would find it particularly scary uh but it's still horror that's a good point you know you know you know uh when i was googling it i did see that it was called a crime slash thriller mm-hmm. when you google like what it is so i think that could be taken into account that it's right. not in the horror 
section. Right. But I still don't think that makes it like not horror definitively. That's fair. So your personal opinion is yes, it's horror. Yeah. My personal opinion is yes, it's horror. If only because men are so clearly horrified while watching it. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Maybe it's a perspective that we can't have right Yeah, now. exactly. It's true. I, I'm going to maintain that for me, I don't count it as horror, but mm-hmm. that's just my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Honestly, though, the part that really feels like horror to me, even more so than the like visceral men reaction, whatever, is the very end. Spoiler alert for the next couple sentences or whatever, uh, is when she says, uh, you know, that's funny. I just killed Jordan, and he said he didn't kill her, and you killed her. It's like, that whole fucking time, she's this psycho bitch who just, like, kills men that are suspected pedophiles. Like, respect. Like, I'm down. <laughs> I'm down with the the calling that she has. I respect that. Uh, but, like, what a fucking plot twist. It makes her, like, clearly a serial murderer, which is, like, pretty horror to me. That's a really good point. That's a really good point. Yeah. So this is really uh, just a lengthy justification for why I don't want to take it off my horror movie list. (laughs) But I'm standing by it. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. All right. Should we move on to our next segment? Let's do it. Before we move on from Hard Candy, I did want to mention that I did some digging into the director of Hard Candy, which is David Slade. Uh, he also directed a movie, 30 Days of Night, from 2007, which mm. I have not seen, but which is uh, a horror movie. So he does have experience in horror, which mm-hmm. makes sense because I think this movie is a little bit like horror. But he also directed the Metalhead episode of Black Mirror, which I have not seen, but it's about the Robo Dog. If anyone else has oh. seen that. Oh, yeah, I've seen that one. That, that was one? a good yeah. one. That, that was, was a good. really good one. Was it horror-y? Yes, definitely. Really horror Ooh, yes. okay. Well, then there you go. It only (laughs) serves to back up my claim. Um, Yeah, 30 Days of Night is about Alaskan vampires. Uh, And then what's hilarious is later on he directed the Eclipse Twilight movie, the third Twilight movie. So maybe he was just fucking hella into Pacific Northwest vampires. Sign me up. Oh, my God, sign me up. Fuck me up, fam, with them vampires. Uh, it has like 50% of Rotten Tomatoes if anyone's interested, so I'll probably watch it because that's way above my standards. <laughs> You've seen Slenderman, which is a 0%, so you have no standards. <laughs> that's true. I think it might be at like 8% or something now. But okay. when we watched it, it had 0% of Rotten Tomatoes, for the record. <laughs> and this is such a great transition into mm-hmm. one of the other horror movies that we're going to be talking about today. Yes. So let's go into our recent releases mm-hmm. segment, which... Uh, so so one of the ones that we saw recently was The Nun, and the other one was Slenderman. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Slenderman, Claire texted me that she wanted to see this movie, and she texted me a screenshot of the 0% rating on mm-hmm. IMDb. She I consider was, that a selling point. And she was like, are you in? I was like, fuck yeah, I'm in. Fuck yeah, I'm in. Do you want to see, see this fucking shit terrible horror movie and in have, theaters? And Absolutely. I, and I have never seen a horror movie that deserved 0%. I've never seen a movie that deserved 0%. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But this one did. This one definitely, definitely did, did deserve 0%. It was absolutely fucking terrible is really the only way I can describe <laughs> it. Um, I I have, like, nothing else to say except for that this movie was fucking horrible and poorly written and poorly acted and everything was bad. I have – it's true. Everything about it was bad, but I also have specific things mm-hmm. to rant about, which is that um, whoever wrote that script has never met a girl <laughs> – spoken to a girl never spoken to a girl or made eye contact with heard a girl. of a girl 
this is the the dialogue is exclusively written by men poorly writing women mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's really horrendous they have you know their little catchphrases and like just the most unbelievable dialogue of all time probably oh yeah definitely um there is a hilarious scene actually in slender man that i'd forgotten about where they're like making out on the couch or something this girl and this boy that she hardly fucking knows they've spoken like twice in the movie and now they're suddenly making out on his couch we got to get that into the teen horror exactly there's got to be a makeout scene for some fucking reason uh, and he just, like, goes bonkers, and, like, his head is, like, blurring because it's, like, whipping back and forth or whatever. It's weird CGI, but it was hysterically funny. It was so it was funny. It was so funny. We were laughing. Mm-hmm. and Other it, people in the theater were laughing. That's true. Because it was, it was so completely not scary at all that it was hilarious and it, very entertaining. It looked like iMovie special effects. That's what it looked like. It did. It really did. And his, like, mouth was gaping open or whatever, and she was looking in pure terror, but it was just funny. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, if anything, find that clip on YouTube. That's my advice. <laughs> All right. Sounds Very good. good. And then our other recent release mm-hmm. uh, that we saw was The Nun, which is just so very middle of the road. Just underwhelming. That's <laughs> how cool. I describe That's it in so one true. word. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, it had some scary moments, I would say. There were definitely parts where I was, like, scared. Mm-hmm. Uh, but God, is that just not enough yeah. <laughs> for a movie to yeah. be good? If all you want is to be like mildly frightened for two hours, then like just go for it, man. Just right. like nothing better for that. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, what would you give it as a what rating? What would I give it? I think I'd give it like three. Uh, I can't remember her name. Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> three Jamie Lee Curtises out of ten. <laughs> That's exactly. You were setting That's me up, exactly and I just the didn't number. back it down. <laughs> so you would rate it. I would I, rate that's it exactly three Jamie Lee Curtises out of ten. That's that's the same number I was thinking of. It's, yeah, it's three like, Jamie Lee not Curtis. awful or anything, but not good or no. like anything I would ever recommend to someone else. Yeah. Um. Oh, I I read the Wikipedia page up for the nun out of curiosity. And I saw that the set of the movie was blessed by a Roman Catholic clergyman, which to me is, like, high-key hilarious, that they were so ready to shoot, like, a damned horror movie that was, like, so fucking scary that they were worried they would, like, summon the devil on accident. Oh, my God. This is so, like, Jared Leto, (laughs) like, (laughs) pretending to be insane now that he's played the Joker once. It seemed, like, uh, presumptuous of them to bless their movie set when they were shooting like an okay horror movie they were like we must get a priest in here for this what if half it's decent fucking uh possessed because of how scary this is oh, my fucking <laughs> yeah that's um, that's pretty funny this isn't the exorcist so let's calm down <laughs> yeah so mm-hmm. three maybe three and a half jamie lee curtis's yeah maybe three and a half not yeah. bad not bad yeah. not bad I'd even maybe consider a four yeah. for Jamie Lee Curtis's Edison. But just not good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What else? Ooh, I had some notes on the new Halloween movie. Okay. That's coming out. Uh, it's supposed to be set 40 years after the original film. Uh, and it's literally just Jamie Lee Curtis going fucking ape shit on Michael Myers. So I'm very excited for it. I don't know if it'll be good or not, but God, I'm just ready to pay for that. I mean, her age makeup is... It's is, so interesting. Oh. 
it leaves something <laughs> to, be to be desired. desired. <laughs> Fair. I don't know, though. I'm just ready for her to, like, point a shotgun at Michael Myers for two hours. I feel like that'll That's be what true. it's like. You know, him popping out of closets and shit. I mean, I'm gonna see it. Oh, like. yeah. <laughs> you gotta see it. Um, I also read the Wikipedia page for this. God, I'm so good at researching. Uh, and it turns out that Nick Castle was the original Michael Myers, and he reprises his role in one scene mm. of this movie. But otherwise, the person, like, walking around is some other dude. But he does do all the breathing sounds, which is pretty much all Michael Myles Myers does. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, so that's kind of cool. So wait, they have him in, like, one shot as Michael Myers and then, like, none of the other shots? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> that's weird. Just so they could put it in the wiki page. But I read it, so there you go. There you go. Uh, it was worth it. If I'm being totally honest, I've only seen the first Halloween movie, and it's been a long time. So I would not be able to attest to its faithfulness. <laughs> yeah. Um... But I also read something that was funny about how they found Nick Castle, the original Michael Myers. Oh, yeah. And it turns out, the I think the place they were filming was, like, in the house of this guy or, like, next door to this guy. And he walked over. He was like, what y'all filming? And he was like, they were like, we're filming a horror movie. And we actually don't have scary dude number one. Would you, you like serious? to be him? No, I'm serious. <laughs> and... They just found some the dude. lead. Yes. They were I like, mean, we don't Myers, have the lead. He doesn't say anything. So oh, it can yeah. be any tall guy who can breathe. That's a good point. <laughs> There's like low standards for him. But I thought that was hilarious. Like one of the most iconic horror characters wow. of all time. They were like, uh, you're tall and a man. <laughs> Would you like, like to be Let's him? get you in yeah. here. Get in here, buddy. He's only in the first one besides this new one. Everyone right. else is like some other dude playing That's Michael so Myers. That's so interesting. I know. I, I thought did that not was know fun, that. though. And I also don't know what the cameo of him is going to be. Like, is it just going to be like, little did you know, scene number 18 of whatever right. is actually him, but you can't tell at or all? Or is it going to be like an actually like yeah. interesting moment? You yeah. know, like a cut to him standing in a doorway yeah. kind of notable yeah, shot. exactly. I don't know. So I'm sure we'll find out yes. or in the special features of this DVD whenever it comes out or something. But that'll be kind of fun. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. So... A movie we want to talk about that's a really excellent fucking movie is The Autopsy of Jane Doe. And this part won't have any spoilers, right? Because we're recommending right. this movie. And so, like, yes. uh, we won't talk about it in depth because hopefully you've never heard of it and now you'll go watch it. That's the that's the idea. Yeah. This is definitely one of my favorite horror movies of all time. I definitely agree. I think it's yeah. really unique. Mm-hmm. I don't think it – I think it really – doesn't settle for any of the classic horror tropes yeah it really like makes something from scratch Mm -hmm. in my opinion yeah yeah i definitely agree uh just for a brief synopsis it's about two coroners a father and a son who are performing an autopsy on an unknown woman hence jane doe uh but weird shit happens yes and uh as far as i know you can only watch this on amazon for like four dollars or whatever But it's worth it. It's worth the $4. It's goddamn amazing. It has, in my opinion, the right amount of, like, build-up and tension in mm-hmm. the beginning uh, without being, like, ham-fisted with it. But it's still not, like, boring. Right. I hate when a movie takes its sweet fucking time being interesting, and this movie does not do that. Uh, and then the payoff at the end is dope. It is dope. Um one thing that I thought that this movie really plays with a lot is mm-hmm. making things, taking taking things that are unfamiliar, making them familiar, 
and then twisting them and making them unfamiliar in a new way again. Mm -hmm. I thought they did this with the body they were Mm -hmm. autopsying. You're kind of at first like, oh my god, dead bodies, ah, Um, and then you, you, you see, you know, a coroner's comfort with being surrounded by dead bodies, Mm -hmm. um, and you kind of start to relax in that way. Yeah. Um, and then you get amped up again, of course. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I, I think it took a really strong cinematographer also. Yeah, it's a beautiful movie. Especially to do all that they did with a dead body to make it feel really tangible and visceral. Like, yeah, yeah. I personally would give it 7 out of 10 docked half a Jamie Lee Curtis for pet death. <laughs> for pet death. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. That was a heartbreaking part of the movie. Not a spoiler, of course, really. Has nothing to do with the actual plot. Yeah. Um, I would even give it, I mean, if it's like, it's one of my top 10 horror, so I would That's give true. it like a 9 Jamie Lee Curtises out of 10. It's really good. Uh, yeah. Anyway, you should watch it. It's amazing. Uh, and I don't even think it was ever in theaters, or at least not in the U.S. When I Googled it, it says it was released in, like, Moscow in 2017. That's very um, interesting. So I do not know uh, if it was ever in theaters in the U.S. But mm. uh, it's in English, so make of that what you will. <laughs> anyway, it's really, really good. Really, really, go really it. good. That's our review of our yes segment called Really, Really Good Horror. <laughs> really, really good horror movies. In conclusion, watch it. Moving on. <laughs> Uh, do you want to talk about Evil Dead next? Yes. Okay, let's talk about Evil Dead. All right. Uh, This wasn't part of our homework, but I watched Evil Dead 2013 for comparison, (laughs) so I could talk about that a little bit. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, Evil Dead, Mm -hmm. 1981, the original. The original. In this segment, it's a classic. Now, Mm -hmm. does it hold up? So, it has 95% on Rotten Tomatoes, Uh, so that's, I think that gives you an idea of, like, the general idea of, like, what people think of it, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh... And uh, this review of it will have spoilers, right? Yeah, I because mean, it's, it's a from 1981 movie. <laughs> Maybe you should just like watch it already. <laughs> if you care at all about horror, I feel like you must have seen Evil Dead anyway. Uh, but go watch it if you haven't, and then come back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, spoiler warning for uh, Evil Dead 1981, and I'll be talking a bit about Evil Dead 2013, the remake. So if you didn't have a chance to go see that, do that. It was fine. <laughs> I really, I actually really like yeah. the 2013. I liked movie. it too, um, but anyway, 1981 Evil Dead. This is like what made Bruce Campbell a horror legend. Mm. So that definitely speaks to like its impact when it came out. Was that it like made him like so fucking famous? And and that's something I was gonna say is rewatching this horror movie. You just know it's very iconic. Mm-hmm. It's it's delivering a lot of the things that you know would turn out to be tropes in future years exactly it's, it's just like it's like the origin for eight thousand billion tropes yeah which definitely like just shows how how new it was at the time groundbreaking yeah breaking it was uh the whole cabin in the woods thing uh, i don't know if they were the first movie to ever do the cabin in the woods thing but they're definitely what you think of when you think of creepy cabin in the woods that's true uh and that's like like, everything in the movie The Cabin in the Woods, which is so good, uh, a lot of that is just, you know, playing off of Evil Dead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what what do you think about it? So that's all the, like, clearly it's a classic. It's right. really good. Yeah. People really love it. But now our actual opinions of it. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, you know, 
it's in the 80s. Mm-hmm. It's horrible acting. Yeah. It's it's <laughs> oh terrible gosh, acting too. and <laughs> terrible dialogue. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, my personal favorite being, I don't like sellers. Let's close it up. You what? Oh, my you gosh. Like sellers? You don't like sellers at all? Oh, also, why are you oh, who at likes the cabin? Sellers? <laughs> they never say why they're at the cabin oh <laughs> in the first place. Uh, it, horror doesn't have to make sense, but it it does draw me out a bit uh, if the characters are like actively stupid. Like, why did that's you true. go here? Just like camp in a tent two miles away. I feel like that's way less creepy than going to this fucking cabin. That's true. Um, so as far as quality mm-hmm. of script and actors yeah um i mean i would say it doesn't hold up to the kind of standards that i like in movies nowadays that we all like um but for originality and impact on the genre it really really holds up yeah i think legit though that movies were just like worse back then that's That's (laughs) you know like of course part of uh what we're thinking about here is applying like modern ideas of what makes a movie good to an old movie right. like cinematography has changed so much part of it is just like that it's hard to watch older movies to a certain extent because they're shot kind of weird mm-hmm. uh or at the very least just differently i don't know enough about cin- cinematography to be like it's shot like this and modern audiences are used to this but when you're watching it you could tell you could tell immediately what era a movie's from that's true even if you didn't have cues like how they talked or what they wore even just, like, the shooting of the movie would be like, this is 80s. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Which yeah. isn't a strike against it, but it just is harder to watch from a modern perspective, I think. Yeah, and that's true. Um, but even despite all of its ridiculousness, and it is absolutely ridiculous, yeah. it's still pretty disturbing yeah. at times. Yeah, the makeup alone was really scary, actually. Yeah. I like the makeup. And that girl, like, sitting on the floor giggling. The sing song. scary. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. There's just a lot. There's a lot good with this. Yeah. Um, the funny thing to me was uh, when she runs back screaming to the thing and is like, the trees assaulted me. And this guy's like, I don't want to drive now. It's late. It's mm-hmm. like, look at her. Are you fucking kidding me? She's like hysterical. Like, of course, the bridge is down anyway, so they can't leave. Right. But I love that he was like, but it's dark out. Yeah, they had a lot of really <laughs> weird excuses for yeah. why certain, like a lot of plot magic of like, I'm yeah. tired. I'm of tired. Like, well, I think that was just him being an asshole because then they immediately drove with Bruce Campbell to like the bridge. He, Bruce Campbell's like, I'll drive her. So there's no point. For them to say that, it didn't make any sense. <laughs> it's just like, this woman's being unreasonable. Like <laughs> Exactly. Ooh, but there's a part in the movie uh, when the two girls are trying to guess which card the other one's holding, and the girl's, like, just lying to her. You know, she's like, is it the two of hearts? And she's like, oh, my God, I can't believe you got it. And it's, like, yeah. the seven of spades or whatever. Uh, and then the other girl by the window, in that creepy-ass voice, just starts guessing all of them correctly as they, like, yeah. fall to the ground. That was so scary. What a weird, cool idea. I've never seen that before or, like, since that movie. Mm-hmm. It's such a cool idea, and I really liked how they did that. It was really scary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, also, this is from Evil Dead 2. So it Evil Dead 2 or Evil Dead 2013? Evil Dead 2. Okay. Uh, so, not points for or against original Evil Dead, but there's a deer on the wall that's, like, laughing. There's this scene in Evil Dead 2 where everything in the room's laughing and the deer... It's like laughing and its eyes are rolled back. It's so scary. Yeah. That actually scared the bejesus out of me when I watched that movie. It's so fucking scary. Yeah. And it really does go to show how much of the 
the um, Evil Dead Im- imagery has permeated because, you know, scary wall hangings, cabin in the woods, you know? I mean, the wolf and the cabin, wolf in, the and cabin me, in the woods yeah. is what I'm talking about. I don't about. do anything, though. She just makes out with it. Well, I know, but, like, it's... It's true, though. Cabin in the woods was like, I it, see you. <laughs> it needs... It, it's based on that fear of, like, we know something bad is going to happen because other yeah. bad things have happened yeah. in this kind of thing. And also, like, why did you put a dead animal on your wall? Like, that's creepy anyway. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, I watched some reviews of Evil Dead 2013 on YouTube, specifically the one by Chris Stuckman, uh, and people have bemoaned this movie and other movies from modern horror that are, they bemoan that it's like formulaic and predictable horror, mm-hmm. uh, and how heavily it relies on jump scares, mm-hmm. but honestly I think a lot of that is because we're comparing horror movies we're watching today to the best of the best horror movies from mm. previous decades. Mm-hmm. You know, like, in the Chris Stuckman film, I really like the film, the YouTube video. Uh, I really like his videos, so, like, no tea, no shade. <laughs> <laughs> I hate myself. Anyway, nothing against Chris Stuckman, Chris Stuckman. But he said something about, uh, you know, here's here's what jump scares look like uh, in the modern age, and here's what jump scares look like in old movies. And the films he compared were, like, some piece-of-shit movie from, like, 2013... Uh, and the original Halloween. So I feel like it's unfair to compare those. I do think, you know, we're, we're big fans of jump scares these days, but I don't think it's fair to compare those two things. I was going to say, I think jump scares can be wildly overdone, unpopular yeah. opinion alert, yeah. <laughs> but I think that the the total swearing off of them is not fair. It's yeah. Like, you know, there are certain horror elements that are essential, and just because movies from the 70s and 80s did them first and now they're overdone doesn't mm-hmm. mean that they're you know bad essentially yeah exactly plus like you know if you think if someone's like uh name 80s horror movies you'd be like uh alien hellraiser the thing the shining like amazing ones amazing mm-hmm. amazing ones but if someone asks you to name modern horror you might just name the five ones you just saw right yeah. <laughs> which is like not indicative because i think it would be better to compare you know classic 80s horror to like uh the babadook or don't breathe mm-hmm. or it or green room or a quiet place all these out. scares <laughs> or hereditary are... yeah yeah like yeah. really good ones that yeah. are from within the last couple of years earned they're earned. earned exactly they're earned we shouldn't think of like the purge you know the purge is fine but you shouldn't be like ah oh, modern horror as in the purge right <laughs> you know? yeah it's just not indicative necessarily yes yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and then my one final note on evil dead uh from the 80s the original one is that uh when we uh watch older movies we just can't even think about how they would have looked to 80s audiences Mm -hmm. you know yeah because we've seen you know i've seen 251 horror movies Mm -hmm. like I'm watching Evil Dead with all those other horror movies in my brain, uh, and I can't even think about what it would have looked like to someone from the 80s watching Evil Dead for the first time. It would have blown their fucking minds. They never would have seen anything like it in their whole lives. Right. It's it's so much like the, you know, the, the first, um, that the train movie, the original movie, the moving pictures. It's oh, yeah. Like, you know, to us, special effects are nothing now. Mm-hmm. Um, and to them it was just mind-blowing so i i feel like evil dead 2013 really is is a very fair equivalent 
um, as far as at least the impact it had on me uh, as far as um, really um 2013 I, mean, <laughs> I honestly this is one of my favorite horror mm-hmm. movies really I, yeah I mean it's not you know the kind of not so much the artistic quality or originality mm-hmm. of like a quiet place or things like that just yeah. the really best of the best ones but I always enjoy watching it and even though it's a complete bloodbath you know yeah i think that it i think that it does that well in yeah. in a way that i don't hate yeah honestly it's one of the like the scariest movies i, I was going to say and i f- i found it really disturbing and that's what i mostly mean is yeah. that i think that i found it disturbing the mm-hmm. way that people watching the original in the 80s would have found people yeah. that disturbed yeah exactly like also Literally every like couple months or so, I'll just rewatch the Evil Dead 2013 movie trailer because it's one of the scariest so things I've good. ever seen in my whole life. So good, especially when she's like, uh, "There's something in the woods out of it." It's like so good. It's so good. And when she's like cutting her face open in the shower and whatever, oh yeah, shit's so scary, man. That is it's some good. So shit. scary. It's. it's so good so 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 good eight thousand gallons of blood in the very end that's (laughs) true so much fucking blood not a complaint though just a warning (laughs) okay i think that's all i have to say about uh, evil dead okay then let's move on to our last segment netflix movies netflix movies what's worth it to watch on netflix if you like horror at all i'm sure you're well aware (laughs) that uh netflix horror movies are uh how do you say a crapshoot <laughs> some of them are like really good and you're surprised and most of them are just like bad honestly. yeah like two star kind yeah, of shit two star you know that always recommends you and says it's like 80 percent recommended but that's just because you've watched horror before and they're like i bet you'd like this piece of shit yep but the invitation from 2015 is so good it is so good so fucking good and while we're talking about the invitation, we will not be spoiling anything because it's a recommendation. So we hope you will watch it and we won't say anything plot related about it. Uh, it has a bit of a slow build, mm-hmm. I admit. Yeah. Uh, so if you don't have patience for like 20 minutes to like 30 minutes of build up, then this may not be the film for you. Uh, but if you just like wait it out, the payoff is so worth it. Mm hmm. Yeah, and I agree with that. And I do find myself, you know, checking my phone a lot yeah, when I'm watching when this you're movie. Especially when you it. You know? uh, yeah, but that was it was true even when I watched it for the first time. Yeah. It's just like yeah. I I have a pretty short attention span, so I just got kind <laughs> of bored. Yeah. Um, but it's truly it's necessary the mm-hmm. slow build, mm-hmm. and you're right, it is totally worth it. Yeah, if you just hang in there, it's like. Like the uh, not even the end, but even you know twenty minutes in, it just gets like unnerving. No spoilers yeah. because recommendation. Uh, but it's just unnerving, and the whole time you're like, uh, I don't like what's going on, and I still also don't know what's going on. Yeah. And I wish that I wasn't where these characters are, and I'm upset. Yes. <laughs> and it's good. It's, it's in a good, good. way. <laughs> it's the kind of interpersonal um yeah tension and then things go like batshit crazy at the end but (laughs) um but it's really really good so highly recommend yes uh i think that concludes our first episode of uh you forgot what it was (laughs) of 
hatchet. <laughs> we may or may not have come up with several, several. terrible pod-based horror movie puns. Oh my god, we should just like read all of them sometime, because there's yes. like 25 yes. of them, and they're all terrible, and we decided to go with Hatchet. We like Hatchet. We like Hatchet. Um, so thank you for listening. Yes, if, if there's... anyone listened at all, <laughs> I suppose we'll find out. Yep. Uh, but thanks for joining us if you did, and uh, we'll have another episode out at some point. Someday. Someday. Oh.